0: Welcome to another episode of Global Market Insights, brought to you by XM.com, where we provide meaningful and informative content about the events that affect market trends and shape global markets. Hello and welcome to the Weekly Outlook at XM.com. Next week, we'll get a ton of data releases, which will keep traders busy, with the highlight being China's economic growth, while over in Europe, we'll get the latest round of PMI business surveys. I'm Maria and joining me is Senior Investment Analyst Marios Hercigidiakos. So Marios, let's begin with China's economy which has struggled over the past year. On Tuesday, China's GDP growth numbers are due out. What are we expecting there and what's the outlook for the Chinese economy going forward?
1: Hello, Maria. So China's economy has struggled over the last year, mostly because of the lockdown measures, but of course also due to the to the crisis in the nation's property sector. Now, luckily, both of these problems have started to ease in recent months. The government has lifted its anti-COVID measures and the real estate market seems to be healing now. On Tuesday, we're going to get the GDP numbers, and the forecast is for a recovery in economic growth. So GDP is expected to have risen by more than 1% from the previous quarter. Now, this follows a quarter of stagnant growth in the fourth quarter. So the situation seems to be improving, but it's really questionable, Will will this last, or is it simply the reopening effect that is boosting economic growth? Now, overall, I would argue that the situation in China is still quite worrisome because we've got the global economy slowing down, manufacturing demand has been hit particularly hard, and that's a problem for China, of course, because China's economic model is very manufacturing heavy. And in addition, yes, we've seen a recovery in the real estate sector, but that's mostly because the government has started to boost infrastructure spending again. So that's good. That's a double-edged sword in a sense, and it's a dangerous strategy because it risks re-inflating the property bubble that they tried so hard to contain. Now, in the markets, as always, the most sensitive currencies to Chinese data are the Australian and the New Zealand dollars because of the close trade links that those economies have with China. So. We might get encouraging GDP numbers, and that could provide these currencies with a short-term lift. But I'm not optimistic about these currencies in the bigger picture. I think that the slowdown in the global economy ultimately spells uh, bad news for these uh, exporting-heavy economies like Australia and New Zealand. And I think that's ultimately going to catch up with their currencies.
0: Now moving over to Europe, the Eurozone economy seems to have improved in recent months. What are we likely to get from the PMI business surveys on Friday? And is this data likely to impact the Euro?
1: Well, this data usually impacts the Euro. So what we've seen in the Eurozone lately was a recovery in the economic data. The economy seems to be reaccelerating, and most of that was because of the how sharply energy prices declined uh, in recent months so traders will be looking for clues around you know did this uh, did this momentum in the economy persist are recession risks still present in europe now i'm not so confident that we are going to get uh, encouraging signals from these surveys because recently over the last few weeks we've seen rally in oil prices after OPEC decided to close uh, its supply taps a little bit and of course we had the turbulence in the banking system and the the European Central Bank continues to raise interest rates which of course uh, is a little bit negative for businesses as they have to deal with higher borrowing costs. Now as for the euro it has staged an impressive rally lately most of that was because of speculation That the Fed might be cutting rates later this year, whereas the European Central Bank might continue to raise interest rates uh, throughout the year because inflation is higher in Europe. So this data set is going to be critical in shaping the expectations about the European Central Bank, and of course it, it by extension, that might decide whether euro dollar has enough, let's say, juice to break above the 1.10 zone that actually rejected the pair back in uh, January.
0: And finally, over in the UK, we'll get a barrage of data as well, with the spotlight falling on inflation figures on Wednesday. Can you tell us about the economic situation in the UK today and the outlook for the British pound?
1: Sure. So. The situation in the UK is similar to the eurozone, in the sense that things have started to improve a little bit lately, business surveys have recovered, the labour market is still tight. Now The problem with the UK is that inflation is still really, really hot. Uh, inflation actually uh, crossed back above 10% in February, and consumption is quite uh, weak as well, because we've seen retail sales falling from last year, because the cost of living crisis continues to haunt people. Now. As far as Sterling is concerned, I think that the most important variable is not domestic UK data, but rather what the stock market is doing. The correlation between cable and the S&P 500 has risen to 84% over the last month, which means that the main driver of the pound is the global investment mood, as opposed to economic data or the Bank of England. So this correlation with stock markets explains why Sterling has performed so well this year but I also think it's a risk because any turnaround in the stock market could inflict serious damage on the pound. Now, in this sense, I see quite a lot of risks because stock markets uh, stock markets are in a situation where earnings, profits have started to decline, but valuations are still quite expensive. So I'm not really optimistic on the stock market and therefore it's difficult to be optimistic on the British pound as well.
0: Marius, thanks so much. And thanks for joining us at XM.com for this weekly outlook. Thank you for listening to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com. For more in-depth technical and fundamental analysis, be sure to visit www.xm.com forward slash research.